Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Pro Wrestling Nation. I, of course, am your host, the new voice of professional wrestling. My name is Funky Sam Medina. Hey, what's up, you guys? What is up? What's going on? Welcome to Pro Wrestling Nation. I'm super excited to be here. I'm super excited to be a wrestling fan. It's a good time to be a wrestling fan. You know, I feel like I haven't been this excited about wrestling uh, in years, maybe since I was a kid or a teenager or something like that, uh, but not in a long time, you guys. Not in a long time. So I'm really excited to talk about this past weekend. We saw some crazy stuff. You know, we saw Clash at the Castle. Um, I feel like when that pay-per-view was first announced, I was like, ah, I think I'll pass. You know, but then uh, the build and the hype and just everything going around it was just so really, really, really good uh, that I was hooked, man. Hook, line, and sinker, you know. I feel like it's the first pay-per-view that they really promoted well in a long time. And we all know why. We'll get into that a little bit later, you guys. Um, so I'm super excited to talk about some fun stuff. Plus, we'll talk about the latest and greatest in the AEW locker room. Because trust me, I got the scoops. I'm just kidding. I don't got the scoops. But I read the internet, so I think I do. Uh, you guys, hey, thank you for downloading and, and listening and checking out Pro Wrestling Nation. I, of course, like I said, I'm your host. My name is Funky Sam Medina. I am the new voice of professional wrestling. Hell yeah. Hey, I figure, uh, you know, if I say enough times, people will start to believe it. And maybe one day it will come true. So you like that, right? Uh, the new voice of professional wrestling. My name is Funky Sam Medina. And this is Pro Wrestling Nation. It's a weekly pro wrestling pro podcast. And I do use uh, weekly and pro uh, both very loosely, you know. Uh, but you can catch everything we do here on hypotheticalcomedy.com as well as reddragonsradio.com go check them out go check us out everything is fantastic they're all great all the podcasts are super fun i do another podcast with my wife it's called ironically uh, it's called hypothetical comedy where we talk to our friends our comedian friends uh, about their life about their world about what's going on in their world you know what they're doing where they've been where they're going all this fun stuff so go check that out it's called hypothetical comedy Get it anywhere you get your podcast, and it's super fun. We have some great comedians on there, and we have some more great comedians uh, coming up. So go check that out, and uh, go download and subscribe, and leave five stars for this one, for that one, for all the podcasts. Um, go ahead and do that. What's up, you guys? What's up? Let's super excited. Let's do this. Let's do this. So the weekend started off with a... I'm going to go ahead and say it first, okay? I cannot watch Impact. I am sorry. I tried. I've tried so many times. Uh, Impact is unwatchable. I don't know why. I just can't bring myself to watch it. It's that building. It's that, that set. It's that audience. I don't know what it is. I just can't do it. I put it on for a few minutes. and I'm just like, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to bring myself to watch this. I don't know why. I love wrestling, you know, but just Impact just doesn't do it for me. It just doesn't. Also, uh, NWA Power. I am so sorry. I try to watch that every single week. It's so hard to watch. NWA Power is unwatchable uh, the way wrestling should be. Yeah, boring. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I do enjoy some of it, though. Uh, and if it came down to it, I would watch uh, Power over Impact, I think. Uh, because Power is shorter. Uh, so let's get on with this weekend. Uh, so we started off with a fake-ass SmackDown. And I don't mean it was like a fake SmackDown. I don't mean to use the F word. You know, dropping some F-bombs in this bitch. But, like, they pre-recorded it in Detroit the week before. So, fake-ass SmackDown. 
Um, they said the Usos and Sami Zayn, uh, they were all there. You know, they they fought Drew McIntyre and and Roman came out to do his uh, his two year as champion celebration, which got cut short by Drew McIntyre. Of course, Drew McIntyre beat the crap out of him, and we all know what that means. You know, we all know what that means. If if the challenger beats the crap out of the champion on the go home show before the pay per view. We all know what that means, you guys. Especially when the champion is the tribal chief, the head of the table, Roman Mother Reigns. I just censored myself. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, we don't really need to talk about fake SmackDown that much. I'm gonna uh, talk about Clash at the Castle. You know, it's cool because uh, it's the first time that they've done a big show, like it was like a stadium show. Uh, it was the first time they've done anything like this. Uh, you know, in the UK in like, what was it, 30 years since uh, SummerSlam 92? That's insane, right? That is insane. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. But let's talk about some results, you guys, because Clash of the Castle was a really fun show. Um, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would, especially, like I said, when they announced it uh, because it didn't seem great. Uh, their attendance was over 62,000 people, uh, which is pretty neat. I heard people talking shit online. Uh, because uh, there was empty seats, but I think they were empty by design because there was like designs on them. I don't know. I said design too many times. Um, so in the pre-show match, you guys, Madcap Moss and the Street Profits defeated uh, Austin Theory and Alpha Academy uh, by pinfall in a six-man tag, which went six minutes and 29 seconds. Austin Eerie, Eerie? Austin Theory, Austin Theory, you got your first name back. I'm super excited about that. Uh, two people who really desperately need their first name is Austin Theory and Matt Riddle. Because Theory and Riddle are things, you know. You didn't call somebody Riddle, then you better fucking start telling riddles. You know, you didn't call somebody Theory, they better be starting to come up with some conspiracy theories. You know, like, they're things. It's like calling somebody Basketball. Hey, Basketball. What's cracking, Basketball? Hey, I'm Basketball. This is my partner, Textbook. Like, you know. Come on, call me Johnny Basketball and Jimbo Textbook, you know what I'm saying? Uh, in the first match of the night, <laughs> Damage Control, uh, Bailey, Dakota Kai, and EO Sky uh, pinned, defeated, Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka by pinfall in a six-woman tag, which went 18 minutes and 44 seconds. You guys, I was at Starbucks when this match went down, okay? This show, for me, was on at... 10 o'clock in the morning, and for some reason, my stupid ass woke up hella early uh, because I passed out on Friday night. So I woke up Saturday hella early, like, raring to go, like, hey, let's go Castle the Castle, yeah, 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 right? And then, like, by the time, like, the show comes on, I'm like, let's go to Starbucks, you know, like, it, it can't take that long. We leave, like, half an hour before... Uh, the show starts, we go home half an hour after it starts. It's crazy uh, because Starbucks was so fucking packed. And they're like, we're 30 minutes behind on, on mobile orders. And it's like, you fucking bastards. That's why I mobily ordered it. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, it was only like 15 minutes, I think, at Starbucks. But like, it felt like an eternity. It really did. Uh, and I got home. I walked in the door just in time to see Bailey pin Bianca Belair. So Bailey uh, pinned the world champion. And it's the first time that Bianca Belair has been pinned clean on, on WWE TV, I think. Has it? I think it has. Uh, but that's pretty big for Bailey, right? She pinned Bianca Belair clean on, on, on the middle of the ring. Uh, in our next match, Gunta uh, with Imperium defeated Sheamus with the Brawling Brutes. 
in a match that was for the Intercontinental title in 19 minutes and 33 seconds. Okay, okay, this match I had a front row seat for. And by front row seat, I mean on my fucking couch. These two dudes beat the holy hell out of each other. These two dudes, Gunther just destroyed Sheamus. Like, like they beat the shit out of each other. But Gunther destroyed Sheamus. Sheamus was like all bred and beat up. And I think he was bleeding. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. But like this was an, an intense match. Hard hitting. I feel like these two went out and they're like, let's do like we're back in Ireland or whatever. Let's do like we're back in the UK. You know, let's do like we did on the UK indie scene. And they just beat the shit out of each other. I mean, like I said, Sheamus got it worse. Uh, but they both got it pretty bad. You both got it pretty bad. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Gunther won. Sheamus kind of lingered around after the match was over. Uh, he stood up. The fans cheered him. 62,000 strong cheered Sheamus because they love him. And it's the first time they've seen him in person in a very long time, I think. Uh, and the next match, Liv Morgan defeated Shayna Baszler successfully defending the WWE SmackDown Women's title in 11 minutes and 2 seconds. I don't know, man. This match was cool. Uh, you know, I kept remembering that Liv was training with Matt Riddle and probably cheating on Bodell's, but that's a different story because <laughs> Matt Riddle has so many allegations of I don't know. Um, <laughs> Matt Riddle don't care. Matt Riddle don't care. I'm just kidding. I have no idea what's true and what's not true. Um... But I'm going to make some allegations right now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but, like, I kept seeing the, the training videos, you know, like, Liv uh, and Matt Riddle, and they're in this position. And uh, the thing was is Matt had her in with Shana, with Shana, the Shana Lock or whatever she calls it, and she just kept getting out of it, right? And so she learned from, a, from an MMA, MMA person how to get out of that hold, specifically how to reverse it how to get out of it all these different things so that was kind of neat for storytelling purposes you know for personal purposes i'm like whoa bro whoa stay away from Liv morgan okay uh but for storytelling purposes uh that really did fit the narrative because uh live is stepping her game up and what better way to kind of learn the ropes uh than to roll around in the ring uh with a former mma ufc fighter you know you know even though he's uh even though he's matt riddle Anyway, the next match on the card, you guys, uh, was Edge and Rey Mysterio uh, with Dominic defeating the Judgment Day, uh, Finn Balor and Damian Priest with Rhea Ripley in a tag team match that went 12 minutes and 35 seconds. So Dominic was exceptional in this match. I know he was on the outside. I know he wasn't part of it, but Dominic was exceptional in this match. He did all. He hit all his buttons. You know, he he got all his marks. He hit everything he needed to hit. He tripped Finn at the right time. You know, he did all the perfect things. And, like, he finally, I was finally like, all right, Dominic, finally Dominic's getting it. Finally Dominic's getting it. And he turns fucking heel. He turned heel. He kicked Edge in the low blow area. Edge falls. He says, it's all your fault. It's all your fault. And then Ray's like, what are you doing, bro? And then he short arm clotheslines him. Well, it wasn't a short arm clothesline, but it was, a, it was a short dad clothesline. You know what I'm saying? It was a short dad clothesline. He clotheslined Ray. He took him down off his feet. I was surprised Dominic didn't rip the mask off. You know what I'm saying? Um, so Dominic turned heel. That was pretty interesting. Um, and Dominic, why? Why, Dominic, why? You know? Why? But we'll find out. By the end of this podcast, maybe, we'll find out uh, why Dominic White. It was a good match. You know, Edge, Rey Mysterio, 
they're they're great. You know, Finn Balor, he's fantastic. Uh, Damian Priest, he's employed. You know, Dominic's cool. Rhea's cool. It's fun. It's a fun match. All right, the next match, you guys, was Seth freaking Rollins. I, I hate that. I hate that Seth freaking Rollins. You know, it's fun to call him that. If he wants to call himself that, you know, they can make merch with that on it, whatever. But don't make that his official name. That's so ridiculous. It's like you're taking away Matt Riddle's first name, but you're giving Seth a middle name. You're giving Seth a third name, but Matt Riddle can't have his first name. Like, it just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense to me at all. Anyway, so Seth beat Matt Riddle. Well, you know. Uh, in the next match, uh, Roman Reigns defeated Drew McIntyre in a singles match for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship in 30 minutes and 47 seconds. Okay, okay, this is my beef, okay? If you're going to have both of the titles be one title, then you can drop both undisputed and universal. You could drop both of those words. You could just say for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship and go on with your day. Thank you, sir. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't need to give all those words. You don't need to be like, oh, this is for the undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship. Like, no, that's too much. That's too wordy. That's too explaining. That's stupid. Either separate the titles or combine the titles. It's really stupid to have Roman have both titles for so damn long. Either combine them into one belt which they might be doing because I'm hearing rumors that Triple H is designing new belts. So uh, if Triple H is designing new belts for his era, and that's probably what they're going to do. They're probably just going to wait on it, you know, and just introduce the belts one at a time. And when it's time, when when the world when the new world championship is ready, you know, they're probably just going to introduce it. They're going to be like, here you go, Roman. Here's your belt. <laughs> you know, here's your one belt. Uh, maybe. I don't know. You know, that'd be cool, though. Uh, I, I'm interested to see what new titles would look like because, I mean... A lot of people hate the titles right now. But I, I like the main titles. I like the world titles. I like how the main faceplant is just like the logo. Like, you don't get much better than that. That's fucking branding at its best. You know, the Intercontinental title, that could just, you know, whatever. I hate that. 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 The U.S. title, I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. The Intercontinental title, the U.S. title, I hate them. Redesign them both. Bring back the old ones. Make new ones. I don't care. Just get rid of them. Just get rid of them. The 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 tag titles, I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. Get rid of those titles. You know? You know what I'm saying? Get rid of the tag titles. Get rid of the U.S. Get rid of the IC. But let's keep the world titles. I kind of like those, you know? And it's we all know that it's all about what I want, you know? Fuck what you want. It's all about what I want. I'm just kidding. Hey, that was Clash of the Castle, you guys. That was a good show. Oh, I didn't talk about Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns kicked the crap out of Drew McIntyre. I almost said Brock Lesnar, but it doesn't matter because it's kind of like Roman Reigns kicked the crap out of fill in the blank here. And this time it's Drew McIntyre. And they were like playing up how Sammy and the Usos couldn't get medical clearance to be in Cardiff because of SmackDown the night before, a.k.a. Fake SmackDown from a week ago. They got their asses whooped by Drew McIntyre. They claimed, oh, they're not they're not medically cleared. They're not medically cleared. Well, guess who was medically cleared? Solo Sokoa. That's who the Uso's little brother. The little loose. The little loose is, is there. He came in. He helped Roman win. The little loose. You know, bring in go go bring in uh Jacob Fatu. I want to see him in the WWE. He would destroy some motherfuckers, man. Go bring in him. I really want to see Jacob Fatu in the WWE. Well, I guess NXT first. Um, but go bring him in. He's going to destroy some people. Like, Jacob Fatu ain't no joke. Like, Solo Sokoa, he's cool. He's cool. He's cool. You know? 
But bring in the big dog. Bring in, I guess we got Roman already. But like, I don't know. Jacob Fatu is dope. Jacob Fatu, I think he's older than the Usos. He might be younger than the Usos. I'm not sure. But he's like a monster. Like, he is a monster. Bring him in. Let him destroy some people. It'd be great. Put him in the bloodline. Hell yeah. Uh, but before we do that, I really want to see Solo Sokoa uh, in the bloodline. See what happens, how it works out, what's going to happen, and his dynamic. All these things. Because, you know, he's the Usos' little brother, so he'll fit right in. Right? But then what's to say about Sammy? What's Sammy going to do? I remember there was a picture tweeted of Solo Sokoa. Uh, with Roman and then Sammy retweeted and put WTF because he's all mad because he thinks he should be in the bloodline not Solo Sokoa you know I don't know that was uh, Class of the Castle I did enjoy it I enjoyed it quite a bit um, I, I didn't enjoy what time it was on but it happens uh, then that was it man I told my wife I'm like hey we got wrestling all fucking weekend and she's like okay and then Class of the Castle was over and she's like what's next and I'm like ugh Worlds collide tomorrow. And she's like, wait, I thought you said wrestling all weekend. I'm like, oh, well, you know, we have to take some breaks from wrestling. So then we just watched old wrestling on on the TV, on Peacock or whatever. Um, so then we got Worlds Collide. So let me tell you about Worlds Collide. Worlds Collide, when they first announced this, I was like, nope, I'm going to skip it. I don't think I've ever watched a Worlds Collide before in my life. And I don't think I'm going to ever start now. Oh, wait, no, I watched this because it was exciting. Because they're getting rid of NXT UK and all the titles are getting unified. Okay, look, I... Um, I'm a fan of champions, and I want to see championships. I want to see everybody have a title. You have a title. You have a title. You have a title. People are complaining about AEW because all these titles are coming in. The more the merrier. Bring in these belts. So what I'm saying is, well, one, bring back the European title. But what I'm saying is, I feel like the NXT UK titles have a place um, in NXT, right? They're just around a little bit. They're not around too much. As much as Tyler Bate is going to be around, I mean, is he really going to be around that much? Like, don't unify the titles. Bring them around. Give them matches. Put them on TV. Just keep them in our memories. And then when NXT Europe opens, just make the UK titles like the secondary titles, right? You got the Europe NXT European title. NXT tag titles, right? NXT European whatever. You know, women's title. And then you got the, the UK stuff, the U, NXT UK title. It's like the Intercontinental title. It's perfect. It's perfect, I say. It's perfect. But now they're gone. Now they're gone. Now they're gone. Um, who's to say they can't bring them back if they wanted to, though, you know? Who's to say they couldn't bring them back? Anyway, Worlds Collide ended up being... Uh, I always want to say when Worlds Collide, because that's a, a song by Power Man 5000. Uh, this is what it's like when Worlds Collide. What is it really that is going on here? You got that system for a total control. Okay, anyway, um, back to this pay-per-view. Uh, premium live event. I don't want to say a premium live event, okay? I'm not going to say. I'm, I refuse to acknowledge the term premium live event. Premium, I can't even say it. I'm not even going to say premium live event. All right, let's get back down to when worlds collide. Uh, it was a good show. I really did enjoy it. They had a lot of, uh, of superstars from the main roster on there. Uh, in our first match, Carmelo Hayes with Trick Williams defeated Ricochet by pinfall in 15 minutes and 15 seconds, successfully defending his NXT North American Championship. Oh, yeah, every single match on this show was a title match. Okay, so the North American title. Let me tell you something about Carmelo Hayes. I am starting to really like this kid. Okay, he's amazing. He's doing great things. I saw him do a um, suplex into a cutter and it was amazing is that what i said i tweeted it out and then somebody retweeted it today so i remembered about it uh, let me go look at my tweet and see what i said because it was like really amazing you guys i really enjoyed it uh, let's see here 
I said, wow, Carmelo Hayes just did a suplex into a cutter right after that dope springboard leg drop. Hashtag NXT Heat Wave. That was a different show. So, um, Carmelo Hayes is dope, you guys. He's doing really good stuff. I'm really starting to get into him, into his character, uh, into his in-ring performances. And then you add Ricochet to the mix, and, like, they turn it up a notch. They turn it up, like... They turned it up a few notches. It was a really good match. Uh, I thought a bunch of times Ricochet was going to win. Take the belt back to SmackDown. But in the end, uh, Carmelo Hayes picks up the win. Carmelo Hayes is still your NXT North American champion. Because Melo is money. (laughs) He should say that. I agree. He should make a t-shirt that says that. And then he could beef with Carmelo. Uh, In our second match, we got Pretty Deadly. Elton Prince and Kit Wilson with Lash Legend, the Creed Brothers, Brutus and Julius Creed, uh, with Damon Kemp, the NXT Tag Team Champions, uh, Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs with Fallon Henley, the NXT UK Tag Team Champions, and Gallus, Mark Coffey, and Wolfgang with Joe Coffey in their corner. This match was 15 minutes and 34 seconds. Let me tell you about tag team wrestling, you guys. Tag Team Wrestling is back with a vengeance. Tag Team Wrestling is incredible. Tag Team Wrestling is fun. So this these four teams went out there, and they put on a hell of a match. I did not know it was going to be elimination style, but then the Cowboys got eliminated, and Brooks and Jensen, and they were taken out. And so I was like, oh, shit, it's elimination, blah, 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 you know, whatever. And then a little bit later, Gallus gets eliminated. And I was like, oh, dang, because I thought it was going down to Gallus and the Creed Brothers, right? So Gallus is out. And the NXT UK Tag Team Champions are out. So now it's down to Pretty Deadly and the Creed Brothers. And those two teams went out there, and they tore the house down. In fact, spoiler alert, there's a rematch between those two teams next week on NXT, and I'm going to watch it. <sighs> okay, um, it was a really good match, really good action. Uh, the Creed Brothers are amazing. Uh, the uh, the other two teams, Gallus and uh, Brooks and Jensen, they ended up brawling back to, to the ringside, and they were just having this huge brawl. Uh, the referee got taken out, um, ended up with uh, the Creed Bros in the ring, or one of the Creed Brothers in the ring, and the other, one of the Pretty Deadly guys in the ring, and the, the other Pretty Deadly... The other pretty deadly guy came in, and then Damon Kemp came in and knocked him down. And then Damon Kemp uh, hugged the Creed brother, and then he hit him with a chair. And pretty deadly ended up winning. Okay, I did not know that Damon Kemp was Bobby Stevenson this whole time, you guys. I barely learned Damon Kemp's name, okay, this weekend. I barely learned his name. I'm sorry. I apologize. But... Let me tell you something. I've been reading stories about Gable Stevenson, the Olympian, and about how he's incredible and the WWE doesn't have any plans to use him in the near future, which is stupid on their part. But whatever, Triple H, you can't win them all, I guess. Um, But then they were saying, oh, yeah, his brother's doing well. His brother's doing well. His brother's doing well. And I know, I mean, I don't know, but I'm assuming, um, because I remember when they were, like, courting Gable, they signed his brother to kind of kiss his ass a little bit, right? So, like, I don't want to say the only reason why Bobby got signed was to kiss Gable's ass, but, like, I'm sure that was part of it. You know, and now now Bobby's doing great. He's in NXT. He's Damon Kemp. He's in the Diamond Mine. He just turned heel. Like, this is really cool. We're going to see where it's going. You know, we're going to see what happens next. So, uh, give it up for Damon Kemp, you guys. I'm super excited about that. I'm super excited about Bobby Stevenson. We'll see where he goes. See what he does. You know, we're going to find out. I'm super 
thrilled. And then I guess Gable. I don't know about Gable. I feel, I feel like they should bring him in. At least put him in NXT. Do something with him. Don't just like let him sit on the shelf this whole time. You know, because then he's going to get away. He's going to go somewhere else. He'll do something else. Ugh, I just can't. I can't, you guys. I just can't. I can't. Um, so anyways, um, Pretty Deadly ended up winning the tag title. So Pretty Deadly unified uh, the NXT UK and the NXT tag team titles. And they made history. Uh, Mandy Rose, Miko Satomura, and Blair Davenport in a triple threat match that lasted 13 minutes where Mandy Rose, the golden goddess, the toxic attraction, she defeated both women, I think she'd been Miko, to make history and unify the NXT Women's World Championship, the NXT UK Women's World Championship to unify together to make one. Actually, I think there's still two titles. But that's really cool. Good for Mandy Rose. She was dressed in red, white, and blue, too. She's only American in the match. So she hella played it up. Um, in the next match, with that, I was like, is the main event next? What's going on? I feel like we're missing a match. Uh, the next match was Katana Chance and Carter, Caden Carter, defeating Dewdrop and Nikki Ash in 10 minutes and 19 seconds for the NXT, or successfully defending the NXT women's tag titles. Um... The only talking point really is that Toxic, Tra- Toxic Attraction came out, uh, Gigi and JC, and they kind of you know fought on the outside a little bit, and they kind of made their presence known, and and they 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 lost. Uh, Nikki and Dewdrop lost, and because of them, they were holding Nikki back, and she couldn't make up the pin. But you know what? Like Nikki and Dewdrop have no business in NXT anyway, so get rid of them. You know, beat them, get rid of them, beat them by all means. Uh, Toxic Attraction runs NXT, um, so stay out of their way. You know, that's all I'm saying. On our main event, Braun Breaker defeated Tyler Bate to, to make history, uh, the third person in one night to make history, and he unified the NXT and the NXT UK championships in a match that was 17 minutes and 11 seconds. Um, so all in all, Worlds Collide was pretty fun. You know, I enjoyed it. I had a good time. Uh, it was on pretty freaking early in the morning. So I had to get up early and watch it. But, you know, it was cool. I had a good time. I had a good time watching it. Um i do it again. I would do it again. All right, so now let's switch our attentions over to All Out. AEW All Out. I had to go to a gig that night, Sunday night. I had a gig. It was super fun. I performed in San Jose at the, at the Brenham Lounge. So if you guys are near the San Jose area, um, you guys see me at the Brenham Lounge last week. But you missed it. You missed your opportunity. I'll be there again, though. Don't worry about it. Just let me know. Let me know if you're in the area, and I'll, uh, I'll get you free tickets. To see me at a free show. You know, that's how it works. That's how it works. All right, you guys. Uh, AEW presents All Out. It was super fun. Uh, let's take a look at 2022 and the results of All Out. I guess going into All Out, let's talk about CM Punk for a minute. So CM Punk had a match against John Moxley um, to unify the, the, the titles, right? The world titles. Because John Moxley was the interim champion. Uh, he had this match against Chris Jericho. CM Punk came back. And it was like three months. And I was like, you're back already, dude? You're back already? And they're like, well, we're not going to wait for All Out. Uh, we want to fight now. And so they're like, next week it's going to be Punk and whatever his name is. John Moxley for the world title. And I'm like, what? Why are you doing this on Dynamite? It doesn't make any sense to do this on Dynamite. You know, maybe for WCW because, you know, the channel owned them. The network owned them. But, like, it doesn't make any sense to do this on Dynamite. Wait for the fucking pay-per-view, Tony Khan. What the fuck are you doing? And they did this weird stunt where CM Punk rebroke his foot. 
He re-injured his foot in a kick. Now, like, I felt sympathy for the guy, but, like, looking back on it, like, now in hindsight, that was so fucking fake. Because uh, he was fine uh, a week and a half later. He's fine, and he's going to be able to just go out and have this big old world title match. You know, he was fine a week and a half later. I just don't get that. So, you know, I know there's a lot of stuff in wrestling that's like, they pull the wool over eyes, it's a work, whatever. But, like, come on, man. You have more respect for your business than to fake an injury. You know, like, people get injured enough, and we worry about them enough uh, for you to go ahead and fake an injury. Especially one that you just had. All right, that's enough. I'm off my, I'm off my, uh, I'm off my soapbox now. And the first match on the pre-show... The Jericho Appreciation Society, Sammy Guevara, and Tay Mello. Uh, let's talk about Tay Mello for a second, okay? She named she named herself Tay Conti because she was married to some dude named Conti, right? Okay, you don't wrestle under your spouse's name. Don't do it. Wrestle under your own name. If your middle na- if your maiden name is Mello and your married name is Conti, wrestle under Mello. Why? Because you never know. She's divorced now, and then she was still wrestling as Tay Conti, and now she's married again. She can't wrestle under her ex-husband's last name while she has a new husband as her tag team partner. It just doesn't make sense. So now, she had to abruptly change her name, and we had to pretend like we didn't notice. Anyways, they won. They successfully defended the AAA um, entered, I don't know, what is it called? The AAA Mixed World Tag Team Championships against uh, Rudy Ortiz, <laughs> Rudy Ortiz, that's a comedian, against Ortiz and Ruby Soho in six minutes. Our second pre-show match, uh, three minutes and 55 seconds, Hook defeated Angelo Parker from the Jericho Appreciation Society. Does anybody see a trend here? In our third pre-show match, Hawk defeated Kip Sabian from the Jericho Appreciation. I'm just kidding. Uh, it was a match that was for the uh, AEW All-Atlantic Championship. Uh, 12 minutes, 25 seconds. Pac defeated Kip Sabian. In our fourth pre-show match, uh, 13 minutes and 25 seconds, the Jericho Appreciation Society's Kenny, not Kenny, Eddie Kingston defeated Tomohiro Ishii by pinfall. This, guys, this was a hard-hitting match, too. I mean, this wasn't a Gunther Sheamus match. I actually kind of was. But, like, Eddie Kingston kind of deserves it. So let's move on. Uh, in our first match of the night, it was the the Joker defeated Claudio Casanoli, Wheeler Yuta, Penta El Zero Meadow, Ray Fenix, Roosh, Andrade El Idolo, and Dante Martin in a casino ladder match where the, re- where the winner, the man who retrieves the poker chip, the gigantic poker chip, is the new number one contender for the AEW World Championship. So what happened was these dudes came out wearing all black with these black masks on, and they just beat the shit out of everybody in the match. They just destroyed everybody. They just laid them all out. Then this other dude who was a bit smaller than them but also wearing a mask and black clothing climbs a ladder he pulls down the brief not the briefcase uh that's wwe he pulls down the chip and he takes off his mask and it's stokely hathaway it's malcolm bivens from the diamond mind and he's there and then all the dudes take off their masks and it's going to be lee mariotti it's going to be ethan page it's going to be the gun boys 
It's going to be uh, W. Morrissey. All the guys that he's been recruiting over the last few months, which is cool, right? And then the Joker comes out. And he has this, this walk that looks so familiar. He's wearing a mask. He walks in the ring. And Stokely Hathaway hands him the fucking thing. And he's like, yeah, I win. And then he was like, you want to take the mask off? I'm not going to. He didn't say it. He just body languaged all that shit. But, like, he didn't take his mask off. And then he walked away. And then I'm like, who could that have been? And I looked online. And he's like, oh, that's MJF. That's MJF. That's MJF. I'm like, oh, shit. That probably is MJF. Okay. Spoiler alert. That might have been MJF. In the next match of the night, uh, the Elite, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks defeated Hangman Page and the Dark Order by a pinfall to become the first ever AEW World Trios champions in 19 minutes and 50 seconds. This match was everything that you wanted it to be. Okay? There was the the moment where Kenny Omega and Hangman Page were face to face in the ring for the first time since Omega won. I'm sorry, Omega lost the world title to Hangman Page. They were face to face. It was intense. It was a moment. It was this is awesome. It was great. It was just super crazy. This match was really fun. I had a good time. I enjoyed it. Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, become the first ever, not for long, trios champions. In the next match of the night, uh, Jade Cargill uh, with Kira Hogan and Layla Gray uh, defeated Athena by a pinfall in a match that was 424 minutes and 20 seconds. Okay, let me tell you something. Athena got her butt kicked. That's all I'm going to say. Is Jade Cargo came out, she kicked butt, and then she left. And then she was painted green. Was she painted green, or was I just being... Did I just see weird? Uh, in the eighth match of the night... Okay, so this is where the show kind of takes a little bit of a lull. Like, Jade Cargo, Athena, and then Wardlow, FTR, versus Jay Lethal, the Motor City Machine Guns. 16 minutes and 30 seconds. The good guys won. It was cool to see the Motor City Machine Guns. Uh, I'm sick of Jay Lethal's ass. I'm sick of Wardlow. Uh, FTR feels like, I mean, they're cool. They have all those titles. But I feel like they're kind of getting stale. Um, Powerhouse Hobbs defeated Ricky Starks in a match that was 5 minutes and 5 seconds. Uh, continued low. Swerve Night Glory defeated the acclaimed 22 minutes and 30 seconds in a match that was for the AEW World Championship. By this point, I was gone. I came back and I watched it later. And I just, you know, I fast forward through most of this match. Probably like, it was 22 minutes. I probably fast forward through like 18 minutes of it. It was cool. Acclaim's cool. Swerve and Keith Lee are cool. But like, if it's if it's not live, then I'm probably not going to watch it. Um, Tony Storm. Oh, I did watch this match. Tony Storm defeats Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, uh, Hikaru Shida in a match, in a Fatal 4 match for the interim AEW World Women's Championship. Um, it was cool, man. It was cool. Tony Storm won. I personally would rather have seen Britt, Britt Baker win just because she's so incredible on the mic and her matches are really good. And she's just like overall, like, like, like they, she was AEW's first signee, first women's signee. And I think she's overall one of the best non WWE women's wrestlers in the world. Maybe the best non WWE women's wrestler in the world. You know, Tony Storm is good. Tony Storm is incredible. She can't touch Britt in the mic. But that's not why I didn't want Tony to win. I wanted Tony to win, but I don't want Tony to win during the interim stage. I don't want Tony to win 
when it said interim. I don't want Tony to be the interim champion, but she is. So we'll see. Tony Storm wins. It was a really good match. Tony Storm picks up the win. Uh, Tony Storm, hell yeah. Uh, Christian Cage with Luchasaurus defeated Je- Jungle Boy Jack Perry in 20 seconds. Uh, this match never really started. Jungle Boy came out. Uh, Luchasaurus chokes on him onto some pyrotechnic bullshit. And then he brought him to the ring. And then Christian basically hit his finisher and pinned him. One, two, three. Uh, rumor is that Christian's injured and he didn't really have a real match. And the next match, Chris Jericho defeated Brian Danielson in a singles match in 23 minutes and 40 seconds. This match was really good. It was cool to see Jericho's old school Jericho. Uh, Brian Danielson is definitely the best in the world. Jericho is definitely the GOAT. Uh, these two guys, just, they left it all out there. It was a good match. Jericho got the win. Low blow. Judas effect. One, two, three. Uh, Darby Allen, Sting, and Miro defeated the House of Black. I made this clear before. This match was 12 minutes and 10 seconds. I made it clear before that I do not watch Darby Allen matches. And in our main event, CM Punk defeated John Moxley for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship in a match that went 19 minutes and 55 seconds in Chicago, baby. In Chicago, baby. Hell yeah. That was a good match, you guys. Um, it was cool to see CM Punk like come back. You know, like he had this defeat, he had this fall. It was good to see him come back and rise up to the occasion, get to the top of the mountain. There was that part where he hit that GTS and he just fell and Mox fell right on top of him and he was just sitting there. He was just laying there and I'm like, pick him up again, pick him up again. And he picked him up again. I'm like, do it again, do it again, do it again. And he hit it. Boom! Go to sleep for the second time. Pins John Mox. One two three here's your winner in new aew world champion c m punk and hopefully we don't have to vacate the title this time we'll see to be continued so there's an uh there's a uh there's an internet scrum media scrum after the show and i don't want to get into it uh, but let's just say CM Punk dropped some heat. CM Punk dropped some pipe bombs. Now, I guess the first thing I want to do is talk about Cole Cabana. I've heard bits and pieces of the Cole Cabana thing. I've read things. I don't know what to believe, you know. But from what I read online from time to time, uh, the reason why they had this beef was because uh, Cole Cabana, you know, he was there. And he, CM Punk was going to pay for everything, right? This is allegedly. I don't know what happened. But the CM Punk was going to pay for everything. And then allegedly, Cole Cabana asked him if to, to get his own lawyer, to go in separate ways, and to pay his own bill. And then CM Punk's like, yeah, sure, fine, whatever. And then uh, next thing that Punk knew, uh, Colt was suing him to pay half of the law suit money or whatever, you know, half the legal, legal money. Um, that's what I heard back in the day. And then the way that CM Punk was telling it now, uh, this night... Uh, he was basically saying that um, the subpoena, right? He got he got called in the court so he could pay half of the legal fees, right? And he said, uh, let me talk to him. And they said, no. And he said, let me have a moderator. And they said, no. And there was no way around it. You know, he had to get, he had to take it to court because, uh, oh, he said, oh, he said, let me talk to him. No. Let me have a moderator. No. I gave him money. It wasn't enough. And so he had to go to court. You know, he said that. He said that. I kind of believe it, you know. He said a lot of things about uh, about Adam Page. He said a lot of things about the Young Bucks. You know, um, there was times where he kept saying, those fucking EVPs, 
you know, the Young Bucks, right? And he said that they don't they don't listen to people, they don't want to take advice, you know, this and this and that, right? They still think this is fucking Reseda. You know, he was talking hella shit. Hella shit. Um, I'm not going to say I disagree with it, but it was maybe not the place or the time for it. Tony Khan was sitting right next to him. It was awkward as hell. Um, apparently, he went back to the to the locker room afterwards uh, where he was confronted by the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, which resulted in a fight. There was a fight, I guess. And uh, from what people say online, um, the Young Bucks approached CM Punk and he punched one of the Bucks and that dude went down. And then... Uh, Ace Steel threw a chair at the other buck, and then um, Kenny Omega. I, I read that Kenny Omega was trying to get the dog out of the room, Larry out of the room, and then uh, Kenny Omega turned around and he was trying to pull Ace Steel off of one of the bucks, and then Ace Steel turned turned around and bit him. Um, I don't know though. That's just what people online are saying. Uh, it's crazy though, right? It's crazy. Go go read about it. Go find stories about it. Go listen to shoot interviews about it. There's none yet. This is the first one. I'm shooting on it right now, brother. This is a shoot, brother. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But, like, it's crazy, though. It's crazy. And that brings us to Monday Night Raw. I had Monday off. I pleasantly had Monday off. Um, so, I, like I said, I went to a show on Sunday night. I performed some stand-up. It was a good time. And then I came home, like, midnight. And then I watched the second half of, most of the second half of, AEW, and then I went to bed, and then I watched it the next day, and then I also watched the media scrum, and uh, I didn't watch the backstage scrum, but <laughs> they didn't play that on TV, uh, but it was crazy, man, it was crazy, it was crazy, it was crazy, that brings us to Monday, I was off Monday, uh, I got to watch Raw, I always get to watch Raw now, whenever I want, because Raw is good now, um, nothing really that good happened on Raw, so that brings us to Tuesday, NXT, nothing really good happened on NXT either. That brings us to Wednesday, Dynamite. Uh, Tony Khan came on the screen at the beginning of the show and he announced that there's going to be a tournament for the World Heavyweight title, the vacant World Heavyweight title. Uh, he didn't mention who the previous champion was. He didn't mention why the title was vacant. He didn't mention where the champion was. He didn't mention anybody but the people that were there. No CM Punk, no Young Bucks, no Kenny Omega, nobody. And so uh, the trio's titles, Ross is going to be in the line. And uh, the match is going to be first. And it's Pac with the Death Triangle against Orange Cassidy and the young and the, uh, and the, uh, the Best Friends. It was an okay match. Pac and the Death Triangle won. Pac and the Death Triangle become uh, AAA, not AAA, uh, AEW World Trios Tag Team Champions. So that's pretty exciting for them, right? Uh, we ought to see Hangman Page versus Brian Danielson which was a, the first match in the tournament. It's a six-person tournament. So they're doing two matches this week, um, the two wildcard matches. So the, the the Dynamite wildcard match was Hangman Page losing to Brian Danielson, right? So Brian Danielson advances. And then the wildcard match on Friday on, on Rampage is going to be Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allin. And I've already told you guys I don't watch Darby Allin matches. So I hope Darby Allin loses so he's not in the tournament. And the winner of that will face John Moxley. And the winner of Brian Danielson, which happened, uh, will face Chris Jericho. So next week, we're going to see Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho. And John Moxley versus the winner of Sammy versus Darby. And then the week after that, which I believe is September 21st, at the AEW Dynamite Grand Slam, we're going to have the winner of those two matches. Uh, probably going to be Jericho Moxley. It could be Brian Danielson. 
Daniel Bryan, whatever the fuck his name is, versus John Moxley too. It could be that, um, but it's gonna be one of those guys. It's gonna be either Daniel Bryan, Chris Jericho on one side, and then the other side, Sammy Guevara, uh, Darby Allen, John Moxley. But I feel like Moxley's on a point where he can't even be beat right now. You know, like he's on a. Well, I guess Sam Punk just beat him, but like he's at this point where he's unbeatable. So I feel like John Moxley's just automatically gonna win. You know, so that's cool. Um, I don't know what else is going on, you guys, in wrestling. I mean, there is other stuff, but I don't want to get into it. I'm kind of tired of talking. So I'm just going to wrap it up here. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing who AEW crowns as their next world champion. I would like to see John Moxley as a three-time AEW world champion. I would like to see Chris Jericho as a two-time AEW world champion. Uh, I would like to see Brian Danielson as a one-time AEW champion, right? Is the is the castle falling? You know, is AEW is the kingdom on fire? Uh, they don't mention CM Punk. They don't mention the Young Bucks. They don't mention Kenny Omega. What kind of look is this for the company? What's going on? Is CM Punk going to be in the company next week? Are the, are the Young Bucks going to go back to Reseda? What's going to happen? Tune in to Pro Wrestling Nation next week and find out the conclusion of all these answers and more. Only on HypotheticalComedy.com, RedDragonsRadio.com, and everywhere else you fucking find podcasts. Hey, you guys. My name is Funky Sam Medina. Uh, this has been super fun. I'm going to try to do this more often because I do enjoy it. I just, I'm really tired. I'm really lazy. I'm really tired. I just can't get around to it. I got so much shit going on. I don't want to do it. But I do want to do it because I love it. You know? You know what they say, right? That's what they say. Hey, you guys. Thank you for listening. Follow me on social media at Funky Sam Medina. Follow the podcast on uh, Twitter at PWN Podcast. On Instagram at PWN.Podcast. Follow me at Funky Sam Medina. And subscribe, 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 subscribe. And download and review and tell me that I'm awesome. Hey, thank you guys. Have a great day. And I'll talk to you soon. Peace.